0: the soundtrack to your life
1: 6.9. 6.9.
0: right so this week's workplace of the week it's not actually a workplace um it's it's a charity that do some really good work with younger folk um girls is it is it just for younger folk is it
1: um we're primarily focused on young people so you right and children for 4 to 25, however we do work with their parents or carers um, and schools as well, so we also support the community who are um, reaching out and asking for help and support with children and young people's mental health.
0: Fantastic, right, let's have a name check first of all, so what's your name?
1: So I'm
2: Emma and I'm the Community Engagement and Fundraising Officer for Vision. And you are? And
1: I'm Laura, I'm the Head of Service Development here at Vision.
0: Okay, right, a bit of background to individually what you guys do and Vision itself, please.
1: Okay, so I manage
2: the fundraising for Vision um, and also the community engagement, so I help to run uh, events for young people in the community. Um, And I also go out into the community and I'll do talks about um, mental health and about what we do as a charity. I also run a community ambassador scheme, so I go to businesses, groups, or members of the community that are interested about learning about mental health um, and what we do as a charity and if they want to support us. um, So I can go out and I can do that for free.
1: That's my role. Um, and my role's a new role, so I only just started this in April. Um, but um, primarily my job is the development of vision, so it's the innovative um, ideas that we have to try and better, better offer different support to children and young people. So currently I'm looking after our work for schools and our advocacy service, so we help young people with their voice and being heard um, in different formats and places where uh, maybe they're struggling to get the support they need. Um, i also helping with the evaluation and impact, so showing how the work that we do makes a difference to the lives of children, young people in the community. Um, It's all really exciting and new.
0: Um, I didn't know, Um, this is really ignorant of me, I didn't know that young people would suffer from uh, depression or mental health. Yeah. Um, what's what's going on there in the world?
1: Um, I think it's an interesting one, really. I think mental health's always been there, and it is impacts on all of us in the same way physical health does. Um, but I think our knowledge and language around mental health is only just getting um, kind of improving and getting on an equal footing with physical health. So... Um, It's being talked about more, which is making it seem like it's a lot more prevalent. But equally alongside that as well, obviously the world is a changing place and there are different stresses and pulls on the world today, um, which makes it a challenging environment for anybody to negotiate. And there's lots of different kind of events and impacts on, on young people's lives that... Um, challenge them and sometimes they don't always have the skills to, to deal with those events and nor should we have to deal with those events on our own if we are facing a challenging situation.
0: What are the What's the youngest age, can I ask that, of some of your service users here at Vision?
1: Um, so we've worked with as young as four and five year olds.
0: So how would you know that somebody in your family or a friend, children, may be suffering?
1: yeah there's no um, one particular sign of mental health what you're looking for more is a change in behaviour or a change in um, communication so it's looking for something that's you, you know I mean you know somebody you're if it's a friend or a family member you know their personality you know if there's somebody that talks to you or doesn't talk to you um, so it's really just about understanding any changes that you see if they become withdrawn and quiet when they're normally loud and bubbly um, if they um, start to ha- Kind of feel like you, there's a bit of them that they're hiding from you, or that you you notice just that they look anxious and worried, that they kind of um, their language is changed and they're using quite negative um, language when they're talking to you, um, or if it's kind of, if you notice that they're kind of demonstrating more emotion, so that, that you see anger often as a, and it's often a sign of something else going on behind, um, and the anger is just their way of communicating that they're not okay.
0: What would those triggers be? Would it all stem from uh, back in the eighties and nineties when I was at school? Would be would be classed as bullying maybe at school or, yeah. uh, but or will there be other triggers that might make somebody feel like that?
1: Yeah, so bullying's still a, a huge one. There's still quite a lot of bullying that happens, um, and it's do you know I mean everybody's working hard to try and combat bullying and kind of help with that but it is still a large um, prevalence in schools. Um, I think the other main ones that we see are the pressures of school these days and the kind of examined, results driven environment that schools are under which is a challenge for teachers as much as it is for young people. Um, But also families and the navigating family dynamics and family breakups and loss and bereavement um, are often quite common challenges that
0: people face. Also here at Vision what age do you go up to to looking after somebody who's maybe suffering?
1: So we go up to the age of 25.
2: So uh, that's not
0: that's not a child then is it? No <laughs> so a, it's
2: children and young people right, yeah. um, and provide a range of different services um, for those people to so provide counselling we provide mentoring and they can join in one of our groups so we run music groups, we run art classes and they can also become a young ambassador so they can co- um, come here and learn about mental health and how to support each other and the work that Vision do and supporting young people um, in the community.
0: So, Emma, you're not just in Congleton, mm-hmm. are you?
2: No, our main base is in Congleton um, and we have some bigger bases in Crewe and Bidulph but we also outreach. Um, we have bases in Leek, Macclesfield, Alsage and Knutsford and Poynton as well. So we cover um, most of Cheshire East and the Staffordshire Moorlands. And, and if they... somebody
0: wanted to get in touch with Vision, what's the best way to do that?
2: Um, they can get in touch with us a- variety different ways. Probably the best way would be to phone us. Um, so our phone number is 01260 290 000 or they can text us um, and we can call them back so that's 07 508 074 748 and they'll be able to speak to one of our members of staff and they can see how we can support them best.
0: How many children and young people do you support here at Vision?
2: So last year we supported um 828 clients with over 5000 sessions of therapy. Um we also run creative groups so we have about 450 creative groups with over 1000 clients attending those. Um we also support about 141 families and uh, provided 101 clients with mentoring sessions.
0: That's some big numbers.
2: Yeah.
0: So you're very busy then.
2: We are very busy. Yeah, definitely.
0: Why, well, I can't. I can't get over the fact that those kind of numbers are around. Are they just for Cheshire and your area? Are they that you cover?
1: Yes, that's Cheshire East, So St. St. that's not St. like St. a Mourland. national number then. No, anything. that's just our numbers in Cheshire East and Staffordshire Moreland um, and it is, we're seeing young people in school, in the community, in their homes, so I think it's that accessibility, young people have said that we're a service that don't label we enable, um, which I really loved, I thought that was a lovely statement to make, um, and I think it's just that kind of having that space and being there when they just need something to talk over, and it doesn't mean that all of those young people have a mental health um, diagnosable condition, it means that they've just had some well challenge and that's something that they wanted to talk over in a safer place to understand how they're feeling and why they're feeling it or some practical support to help guide them how to deal with situations better in the future so yeah so it is large numbers and I mean, that just demonstrates the need really and why mental health should be on the agenda as it is um, so much these days and that it's okay to reach out for support one in ten children have a diagnosable
2: mental health disorder, Uh, one in five young adults have a diagnosed with mental health disorder and in 2015 suicide was the most common cause of death for both boys and girls aged between 5 and 19 and it's um, suggested that one in three adult mental health conditions actually could relate directly to adverse childhood experiences.
1: So in terms of the one in three adult mental health conditions relating directly to adverse childhood experiences um, research has shown when they've then tracked back with those adults that if they had got the support early on in childhood or in as a young adult and a teenager that they wouldn't have the same long, long-term ongoing mental health um, support needs as adults that it could have been um, supported earlier on and they would have had better outcomes in terms of their mental health and be um, healthier as, a, as an adult
0: Some people might not know how to deal with their own children or grandchildren who may, have, who may be suffering um, what, what can you tell them, do's and don'ts?
1: So what we always say is it's about listening to them, it's about giving them a space to not feel judged um, and just offering out that branch of love. So it's just being there for them, letting them know that if they're ready to talk, they can talk, but not putting pressure on them, um, helping them make choices and and finding out from them and listening to them what they want. Um, We do also support um, parents, grandparents, anybody that's concerned about a child and young person so they can come to us um, and just have a, what we call a space to talk session where they can come in and just have a chat and pick up some tips and techniques that they can use we also run Parent in Power Hour which is a eight week um peer support group for parents, so it's not telling parents what to do, it's listening to parents, how they're finding their experiences of being a parent, and then also offering some training around family resilience and family well-being, um, and learning from each other really, because obviously you might find other parents in the group that are in a similar situation from you and can really help and support you on kind of what are their do's and don'ts, what's helped them, what's not worked for them, um, and really get that support so we're all in it together.
0: When did things change in in society? That because um, I remember feeling down and miserable, being at school and being pressured. But then I used to be told, "Go and play football, go to the gym, go and do something about." You know, there was never anything like this when I was I was younger.
1: No, and and that's partly why Vision started out, so 25 years ago when Vision was created, it was created by a group of parents um, after there had been three suicides in Congleton in one year, and they really felt that the children had been let down, that there was nowhere that they could go and and speak to, and that they realised that there was other options, that suicide wasn't the only, wasn't the answer. Um, so, so yeah, so that's kind of partly why we came about ourselves was because it was a recognition that actually we needed to be able to talk about things and it wasn't helpful, um, and healthy to bury things away and not talk about them or share. Um, obviously something that seems really big when you're dealing with it on your own, um can become a lot easier to manage if you've got other people there for help and support and we haven't always got family or friends that we can turn to and or that we want to turn to sometimes you need that space that's just yours that's confidential and safe for you to share something that's quite private for you.
0: So as you're a charity what do you need from the community what do you need from the business community what do you need from people out there that may want to help?
2: Because we're a charity and we rely heavily on donations and people doing fundraisers for us. Um, so in any way that people can get involved, they could do run an event um, themselves, like a bake sale, or a dress down day at work. They could um, do a, an activity such as a marathon or a 10k and get sponsorship for that for the charity um they could help by being a volunteer we have placement counselors here people who do work experience or just happen our cafe just help the day-to-day running of the charity Um, you can become a community ambassador so like i mentioned before um i run a sessions where people can come and learn about mental health so that we can all learn to support each other better and how to support us as a charity Um, you can donate through our website or just simply follow us on social media and share the work that we're doing so that people are aware what what we're doing for children and young people and how they can get support. Have
0: you got any events coming up soon that we can talk about?
2: Um, we have a few, we post them on our social media, we do um, beer tastings, one of them, um, we've just done an Easter egg hunt, we do quite a few um, events that we've got planning at the moment, so if people follow our website and our social media they'll be able to to see the events we've got going on. Uh,
0: thanks very much for inviting me down to Vision.
1: Yeah,
2: thank you for coming and having a chat. It's been great.
1: Yeah, thanks for finding out more about Vision. And like I say, if you want to support us, just remember our Facebook page and our website. It's www.vision.org.uk.
0: The soundtrack to your life.
1: Silkwood,
2: 6.9. 6.9.